We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. us once again for another episode of Homebrew Review. We have a very special episode for you this week. We are going to be reviewing all Final Fantasy material. So we have a compendium that we have taken 90% of our stuff from that was made by Soren on Reddit. He is a genius with Final Fantasy, really encapsulating all these classes and races together in a cohesive unit. It is very difficult to take it from an MMO and translate it, but he did an amazing job. So we're reviewing that. We also have one race from the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles compendium that was created by Worf on Reddit. I hope I'm saying that name right. So you two authors, thank you very much for what you have done. Uh, this episode is very much dedicated to your work. We will go ahead and start for this week. We have Micah, Luke, Virgil, and Hope. So we will start with whoever wants to with introductions, and we will be beginning at Hawk Manor, starting at level four. This is Michael Holmes returning once again. I will be playing an elf white mage. I'm really excited to be playing this character. It was wasn't really fully intending on on playing something like this until it was uh, revealed to us what our content for this podcast was going to be, then some of my friends and I sat around making jokes, so I have to give the obligatory shout-out to Team Four Star for inspiring El Green Starborn, my elvish white mage. My only regret is I can't play in a Mechian. Um, <laughs> the white mage actually appears to be a fairly balanced build. I, I think Soren did a really good job with it uh, from just first glance. I'm playing the Spirit Master variant that is focused almost entirely on healing. So you're not going to see a whole lot of punishment for me. Alright, this is Luke. I'm going to be playing Sahid, the Machinist. I want to definitely give a shout out to Soren again. Uh, I got in contact with him after I saw that he did list uh, like a feedback email. And I had some questions regarding the class letting him know that we were going to be having a podcast and asked him if there was anything that he would like a quote about or, or to give. And Soren had this to say. I think the most important thing to me, once the companion was finished, is are people having fun with it and is it putting stress on the DM to have these classes at their table? I feel like I've accomplished this, but at the same time, there's still more to do. Lots of fine-tuning, even after a couple of years of doing this now. So always keep an eye out. I really appreciate how flexible he is as far as just taking uh, input, uh, all the people that he's worked with to get all this material out. I'm very excited to have this at a table. As far as the class and race goes, I'm going to be playing uh, the Makote, which is from the the Final Fantasy MMO. They're kind of an aloof, recluse, uh, catfolk kind of race. I'm going to be playing the the Seeker looking for new inventions and challenges to put my machines to work against. And hopefully finding an airship in the process. 
Hey guys, I'm Virgil. I will be playing Sebastian, the Clavat Dark Knight. Yes, I know Clavats and Dark Knights are not from the same Final Fantasy game. Uh, but when I was looking through stuff and making this character, these two entities really mixed well and from a backstory perspective could work very well. Clavats are from Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. They are as close as you get to the humans of that game. They're uh, hardworking people, uh, usually rural, who just work hard, respect life, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, some of their abilities match really well with the Dark Knight. Uh, the two big ones are Relentless Endurance and Farmer's Grit, which I'll get more into as we play the game. Um, the Dark Knight is the class I'm playing. It is a, from Soren. Um, I'm really excited to play this. This is a, you know, the classic Dark Knight. The two-handed sword, black armor, waiting and just doing crazy damage at the cost of their own health. And I think Sworn really captured that in this rendition, well, with the three different archetypes. I'm going to be playing the Hellbound archetype, uh, which, again, we'll get more into as we play. But I'm really excited to just dive in and See what happens. I'm not gonna lie. If you don't bark like this, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Indeed. <laughs> I would also like to say this is an official petition for Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles MMO. So, just saying. <laughs> just saying. Oh. I'm Hope. I'll be playing Serena, a half-elf dragoon. Uh, I'm really excited to play this class just because I love the relationship to dragons. Is Personally, I'd rather be friends with them. They usually go the route of killing them because the dragons are the ones who ravish their towns. But uh, some of the features that really drew me to this class were their jump ability, which is 20 feet plus your proficiency plus your strength modifier. So as long as there aren't any low ceilings, this will be really fun to play. Uh, thank you to Soren for making this class, and I'm excited to see how it plays. Alright, we will go ahead and get started. Quick little backstory for those who do not play the Final Fantasy MMO. We will be running Hawk Manor. We are technically doing it in hard mode. You will notice that there are not the endless trash mobs running around, as we only have a two-hour break for this. And I'm pretty sure in a Dungeons & Dragons setting, an endless line of trash minions would end very badly, as we don't have the instant heals, the extremely quick mana recovery, so on and so forth. So we will be running a abridged version. Most of our battles will be through bosses, so we will see how that ends up turning out. Hawk Manor was usually unlocked around level 28 in the MMO. The hard mode is unlocked around level 50. However, we are going to be taking that at level 4 right now. So we did some scaling. All the monsters here are basically reskinned versions of other monsters in Dungeons and Dragons. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I will have the PDFs of those monsters up in the show notes for those that want to know kind of what we did and how we did it. So to start off, you guys were recruited to clear out this manor. The demons and undead and other terrible things within this place have wreaked havoc long enough. It is time to purge the entire manor of the evil within. So you guys enter in through the front double doors. The first thing that you notice as you 
enter into this place is there are specters standing in front of a grand staircase. This staircase and everything around it is decorated in deep burgundy shades with tapestries and chandeliers and elegant furnishings all around. While in its day, it was absolutely gorgeous and a sight to behold, it has now fallen into ruin with boxes, with corpses, with skeletons, with random pieces of trash strewn about due to neglect and battles that have taken place within this. As you look around you, the only thing that you can see is the staircase going up. All other side doors and entrances have been barricaded or broken in long ago. The specters around you are carrying on silent conversations which you cannot hear and do not seem to take notice of. In fact, as you walk by them, the only thing you notice is a slight cooling of the air around them where their presence once was. How would you guys like to begin? I say we just head straight up the stairs. Let's go. Sounds good to me. All right, you guys head up the stairs. On the left-hand side, you can see a collapsed portion of the stairwell keeps you from pursuing on. And as you go up the right-hand staircase, you see a long hall ahead of you. It is eerily silent. All that you notice is the slight sway of the chandeliers as an unknown breeze passes through this hallway. It is as extravagant as the last one was, with portraits, with statuettes, with other broken decorations, debris strewn across this hallway. At the end of the hallway, it makes an immediate left, and you can see one door at the end of that hall. I will go up to the door, and I will listen. Okay, you go up to the corner of the hall, and you now that you've kind of come around the corner, you see that there are two doors across the hall from one another. One, the door seems slightly ajar. The other one, the door looks to be held shut with a, with a large lock in the door. Mm. The door on the left-hand side is the one that is slightly ajar. The door on the right is shut tight. Well, if the door is shut tight, might as well be after the one that's open. Sounds good. All right, you guys open up that door, and you see in front of you what appears to be a succubus and two imps floating around her. There is a man kneeling in front of the succubus as strange fell dark energies enwrap him. He appears to be prisoner. Roll initiative. Yeah. No. <laughs> six. Nope, that was Luke. That Luke. Was six. six. All right. Hey, I got a six, too. Awesome. Whose dex was higher? Uh, I got a plus four. I got a plus one. Ten. Dark knights are not known. Micah. Nimble. <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good day. It was the best day. It was the best day. If I can roll higher than a 10, this would be a great day. Don't feel too bad. They rolled a 4. Oh, oh. thank goodness. <laughs> We're all a little bit bad today. <laughs> all right, we will go ahead with Serena. All right. You see in front of you, about 15 feet, there is a succubus with a man-kneeling mixture as she is doing some sort of ritual on him. Behind her are two of these flying imp-type creatures, also about 15 feet away. Alright, I'm going to start out by jumping. Okay. And I'm about 25 feet in the air. Alright, the ceiling is about, I'm going to say about 25 feet, so 
as you get right up there, the top of your ponytail or whatever kind of brushes the ceiling. And that's where you end your turn for this round? Yes. All right. Where you end your turn in the air? Yeah. That's awesome. Race right against the ceiling and just kick off from there. Yeah, I'm picturing one of those slow motion kung fu movies where even though the rest of the room is still moving, the enemies know they're going to get hit because it's just like that slow motion, just that kung fu fly going across the air. Yeah. All right. Sid. All right. Drawing the musket. Okay. Bang. Who are you shooting for? Oh, Succubus, of course. All right. All right. Will the 20 hit her? Yes, a 20 will definitely hit. All right. 13 piercing damage. Not too shabby. That'll be mine. All right, we move on to Sebastian. I'm gonna pull out my gray sword and I'm gonna charge straight in and get in between uh, the succubus and the two other little guys and in between that prisoner they have. And I'm just gonna go ham on this succubus. All right, make your attack. Okay, before I make my attack roll, I'm going to use my dark side ability, which Final Fantasy people, you will know the Dark Knights. One of his signature moves is Dark Side, where they hurt themselves to increase the power of their attack. Well, in this one, I can expend one of my hit die uh, to get bonus damage for all attacks I do. So I'm going to expend one hit die and use my Dark Side. That's a nat 20. <laughs> Starting the day off right. All right. There you go. All right, so... Uh, the great sword is 2d6, and my uh, dark side is a d4 at this level. Plus three, 24 points of damage. Oh, All right, man. 24. She is definitely not enjoying that as you cleave down across her. She is still standing though, um, but she is bloody. Okay. On to them. You see her increase the amount of. <clears throat> fell energies that is going into her prisoner at her feet, and slowly you start to see rot appear on him, almost as if he is transforming. Uh, it is a very slow process, though, so you don't believe that it will happen immediately. However, Kama, she does sweep her hand across you, Sebastian. Yeah. Does an 11 hit? An 11 does not hit. Then she misses. However, the two imp creatures swoop down around you, both making attacks as well. One is a 10, which will not hit. The other is a 22, which I'm assuming does. Yeah, that hits. All right. You take five points of damage, and I need a constitution saving throw. All right. That is a nine. Just short of what you needed. So you will also be taking... Six points of poison damage. Alright. We move on to Eldry. Um. So everyone's just run off and left me standing here. Again. <laughs> I'm alone right in the hallway. <laughs> alone in the hallway with the door behind you. I just look over my shoulder. You hardly count. Well, it's true. Aww, sad face. Uh, so we're gonna start off. Um. Honestly, at this point, we're just going to use uh, Sacred Flame. All right, deck save, and who will you be attacking? The Succubus. All right. She rolled. And this is how the healer kills the boss. <laughs> I highly doubt that. She rolled a 16. 
That will save. Alright. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on our Dragoon. Great idea. Speaking of which, Dragoon, it is your turn. Alright. Yeah, I'm going to now start my descent on a <laughs> making an attack roll, which is uh, 17. 17 will hit. Alright. So, that's 10 plus 1d6, 15 points of damage. So is that extra d6 for falling? Like, for the flight down? Yes. That's cool. That is cool. It's like taking fall advantage to your advantage, or fall damage to using it to your advantage. That is really cool. Add that to my rolls, right? No joke. Yeah. I'm just picturing, like, if you did this with a heavy race, something like a Luxodon, I mean, would that, would that, like, totally just... 20d10 or something like that getting smashed by that critter. A shard my mine. Like no, a shard no, mine. My one God. of those rock things. We, yeah, yeah, one of those shard mines. We, we don't like that look in your eye, Micah. A goliath. A goliath. <laughs> okay, she is impaled by the spear, but does not quite fall. You see, though, her grip on life is slowly fading. On to Sid. Uh, quick as a side note. Yes. Since my descent, I do not land on top. I land on the square next to, so I just kind of do like a tuck and roll and then brace. That is awesome. Laying down the musket, drawing the pistol. All right. Bang. Will a 12 hit? <laughs> not quite enough. With all the other bodies in the way, it was hard to get a lock on, and it breezes right over her shoulder. Uh, okay. I'll start reloading. <laughs> all right. On to Sebastian. Alrighty. Uh, the archetype I took with the Dark Knight is Hellbound. Uh, at level 3 I get Adversity, which levels up as I gain more levels. Um, at level 3 uh, I get a, a bonus at 75% or lower of my max HP, I get a plus 1 to attack and damage. Nice. The attack lowered me beyond 75%, so I get a plus 1 to my attacks and damage, so I'm going to attack the succubus again. <laughs> uh, Alright. Do I have flanking because of the dragoon? We're not going to use flanking in this episode because it is way too overpowered as an optional rule. Okay. That was a very silent one. Thank you for the clap, Micah. <laughs> I mean, after that, after that critical you had. No joke, you swung your greatsword down, and then all of a sudden, this half-elf just zooms over your shoulder, and uh, it freaked you out enough that that second swing just didn't connect. Onto the succubus and the two imp creatures. We will go ahead and say the succubus is going to, once again, push as much of that bell energy into this guy tied up at her feet as she can, and you see his skin almost becomes a transparent. You can start to see the skeletal, the skeleton underneath of him. And she raises her hand and calls out in a fell language none of you can understand. And fire erupts around the dragoon, catching the dragoon and the Dark Knight both. I need a dexterity saving throw from both of you. Healer, I think you're needed. <laughs> a 14? 14 passes? We'll see. That's an 8. <laughs> 8 does not, unfortunately. You guys will take a total of 12 points of fire damage. Even if I saved? Uh, if you save, you take half. 
So six? Six points, correct. Okay, we move on to Elgarine. Oh, no, excuse me, the two acrobats flip around the corners, having dodged that fire attack, and attack the Dark Knight again. That is, both will hit. Uh, the lowest was an 18. Mm-hmm. And you take you take seven points of slashing damage, and I need two constitution saving throws from you. That's a 14 and a 21. Both pass. You feel that poison burn a little bit in you, but having already taken that hit, uh, you kind of braced yourself against it, so you are okay with that. Elgrim. Um, how are, how are you doing over there, you, 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 you psychotic jumpy person? I'm okay for now. Okay for now, she says. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> Sacred Flame. <laughs> All right, deck save on the succubus again. Yep. That was only an eight. So it's going to be five points of radiant damage. She does not enjoy that damage. And you see that the light around her slowly begins eating away at the spell that she cast, and she is nearly on the ground. She drops to one knee, bleeding profusely from wounds. Serena. I'm going to stab her. That is a unnatural 20. That will hit. I was hoping so. All right. Um, Surprise! I, she's a boss. I rolled a one for damage, but I'm going to use my great weapon fighting to re-roll that. And that's a little bit better. That's a four with a plus three, so seven. That is exactly what you needed to take her down. You impale her chest with the end of your spear, and she collapses to the ground, the energy dissipating from the gentleman that was tied up at her feet. And now that he is no longer spellbound by her, he stands up throws the key to the next room at your feet, says, take it, I'm getting out of here, and runs out of the room towards what you imagine to be the entrance. On to Sid. Wow, toodles. <laughs> Pick back up the musket, reload, and shoot at the imps. All right. If you know what's good for you, you scram too. Or they'll die. Uh, does a 16 hit? 16 does hit. Six piercing. All right. The creature that you slashed manager that you shot manages to stay aloft but only barely it is on its very last leg on to Sebastian I will attack the one he shot another nat 1 clap starting off with a nat 20 and then two nat 1's in a row (laughs) Baking the whole set. His dice have been retired. That that black set has been retired to the bag of shame. On to the enemies. The two imp-like creatures, the one almost dead, the other one still alive, desperately attack the Dark Knight in an attempt to bring him down. However, with the highest roll being a 15, neither of them hit. On to Elgreen. Um, I think we are going to, just because of reasons, we're just going to keep casting Sacred Flame until I figure out who actually needs my help. All right, uh, that was a 13. That will not save. All right, do you attack the acrobat, or the, do you attack the imp that has been damaged? Yes. All right, the imp bursts into a radiant glowing ball and 
disappears into dust when the light clears. As a bonus action, I'm going to shift my Shield of Faith to the Dark Knight. All right. Thank you. We would like to make a quick note. I'm sure you all are wondering why is the White Mage not healing the Dark Knight? The Dark Knight has some really cool abilities where the more they are damaged, the better their, their attacks get. So he's walking on that fine knife's edge of death to be as powerful as possible. At the moment, it's not as powerful as you think. Uh, at level 3, it's only 75%. At level 6, I get 75% as a plus 1. At level f- at 50%, I get a plus 2. And okay. then at the next one, I'll eventually get a 25% or lower, which is a plus 3. So right now, I only get the 75%, and I could actually use a little bit of health. <laughs> well, I'll cut over that next time. No reason to keep your health capped off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, uh, we are then on to Serena. There is a single flying imp left in the air attacking the Dark Knight. I should probably go after him. That is a nat one. No, the imp was nimbly able to dodge out of the way of your glaive as you swipe down at it. Don't worry, I got it. Bang. 17 to hit for 14 piercing. That is enough to blast the creature out of the air entirely, and it falls with a thud to the ground. You guys look around, but all is silent. You see corpses and whatnot strewn across this room, probably from other victims of the succubus, but everything else is gone. You find the key laying on the ground that the man threw at you, and with the only other door being across the hall, do you open the door? Uh, before we open the whole door, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, sh- yeah, we're going to go ahead and cure wounds on the Dark Knight. Thank you. So it'll be nine health points back. Okay. Thank you. So I have to <laughs> find my Soothsayer ability that, that, that gains almost, additional hit points. You almost doubled the amount of health I have. <laughs> Woo! It's a good healer. You guys ready to open that next door? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you unlock the door. You see... In that room, nothing but a door on the right side. It is slightly ajar, and just by walking through the room, you see that the next room is empty as well. However, you do hear the slight flutter of wings from those imp creatures, you believe, down the hallway past that next room. Hmm. I guess we'll look into the ajar room. Uh, You look into the ajar room, and it is empty as well. However, through the open door on the other side, you see two of those flying imps, as well as a large demon-looking creature patrolling the hallway. Are they passing by? No, this room is the end of that hallway, and it looks like a straight shot until the other end of the hall. All right. So what would you guys be doing? We will hide behind a large couch. All right, yes, you are able to find... Is this, is, is this really our solution to this problem? All right, then. Alright, there are lots of large pieces of furniture broken up across this room, and you're able to find one in the corner, kind of away from where the rest of the room is, away from the door uh, and the other door, and you are able to get behind it. Everybody give me a group stealth check. I need uh, three passes. Alright, 23. 16. 12. Alright, all four of you pass, as they are not exactly the most perceptive creatures in the world. And the very large hulking demon passes through the doorway, followed by those two fluttering imps. And you're pretty sure that they will be continuing all the way down that next hallway before returning. 
Do you guys want to try and barricade them out? What would oh, you guys yeah. like to do? I'll jam the door. All right, you jam the door. Give me a uh, dexterity check to see how nimble you are able to do that. If you have proficiency in tinkers, tools, or... I do. All right, you may add uh, your proficiency modifier. That would be a 19. All right, you lock the door and jam the lock enough that you're pretty sure they're going to have to physically beat down this door to get through. The hallway appears to be empty. There appears to be a chest at the under, other end of the hallway with trash and stuff strewn around it. Open it. Important question. Are any of those trash around the treasure chest bodies? No. Uh, there is the, there is the occasional <laughs> skeletal piece, like a bone or something. Uh, you're not sure if they just went nuts over a bucket of KFC or if it was something else, but there are various small bones around there. There also appears to be a collapsed bookshelf, books, pulled down tapestries, broken glass, that kind of thing. Well, have that. open it. All right. You guys pop open the chest, and within it you find... Na na na. <laughs> yes. na 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 it was a trap. <laughs> no, uh, just joking. You guys find within it... Let me get my DMG and we're going to roll on the magic item table because that's nice. Cool. Yeah, really I'll, uh, I'll take just a plus by one uh, materia being throwing my gun. Do you have to keep track of ammo that way? Or is it every shot does consume some money, so okay. yeah. I didn't think I was gonna get that hard that early. Yeah, all of these encounters that we are running are in the encounters chart uh, put out by Wizards of the Coast, considered difficult, hard encounters. So they are all CR equal or uh, slightly greater than what your party size is. I have one first level and two second level spells left. Go ahead, and who opened the chest? Me. All right, roll me a percentile die to see what you find. Black Razor. 90. Oh my goodness, the Black Razor would be great for you. I know, right? <laughs> As a matter of fact, you guys don't find that. <laughs> you guys find within this chest a ruby-colored heart attached to a bone, almost like an amulet, as well as 40 gold pieces. Does somebody want to identify what this item is? I mean, I've got Arcana. I can give it a try. Go for it. Take the goggles off. Uh, this is a... Roll the 19. All right, you believe that this is a parapet of health. You believe it has something to do with keeping you free of diseases or something like that. You believe it increases the health overall of the wearer. All right, so who would like to take this amulet pendant thing for right now? I think we should trust it to the healer. All right, put that in my pocket. All right, you guys can... for now. Yes, you guys are uh, able to put that away, and uh, the door to this next room is extremely extravagant. You guys have a little bit of basic information about the construction of this manor before you went in, as you are not the first group to try to clear this place out. Go ahead and roll me history checks to see if you can figure out where you are within this. Nat 20. Nice. All right, the Nat 20. You know this place so well that you might as well have tattooed the map just right on you. You're like, we are down this hallway, around the corner. So you know that this hall, this next hall used to be a large banquet-type hall. You also know that 
many adventurers who have attempted this to get past this room were all vanquished. The few survivors who have figured out what is behind this door, you know that a very large demon-esque imp is the controller of this next room. You know that this creature is extremely deadly and has been responsible for more than one total wank of a group. Yeah, guys, this this is going to be big. There's a huge demon that's probably going to kill us all. So prepare yourselves when we go in. Double checking the weapons. Do we need to take a short rest or anything before we do this? I don't get my spells back until unless I take a long rest, so short rest won't do me any good. All or nothing. Okay. Resistance. Resistance? Oh. Well, I, I, I will cast resistance on our Dark Knight as we open the door. All Guns right. down, guns up. Do we want to do this quietly or run and screaming? Thank you. How do we want to do this? Run and screaming or sneak? Go quiet. When you hear the loud bang, just be loud. Run quiet. We got it. Clank, 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 clank. All right. You guys throw open the doors and charge in after the gunshot. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Let's roll initiative, and we will get this boss dun, battle dun, started. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. <laughs> I got another glorious six for the initiative. All right. At least I'm consistent. 20. Ooh. 21. 18. You guys are all moving up in the world. <laughs> moving on up. My dice are starting to warm up now. Serena, you are first once again. You see in front of you as you first open those doors. Actually, no, you guys were going to surprise round shoot as soon as the doors open, correct? You throw open the doors and you see in front of you an extremely large imp-like creature. So instead of the tiny little house cat-sized imps that fought you earlier, this one is closer to your guys' size. And he is surrounded by two skeletal creatures and appears to be trying to summon more as you speak. There are large piles of bones that have purple, black, fell energy rushing throughout them. Let's definitely take down the big one. Batty. Shooting a batty. Surprise round bullet of 23. Nope. No, yeah, that, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, <laughs> abandon hope. Slowly close the door, say sorry, we disturb you, and we. <laughs> I mean, if we bluff well enough, I didn't hit him. There's just car backfired. <laughs> Minimum damage though, so that's five points of piercing. Five points. You winged him. You were so shocked. Yes, you were so shocked, shocked by seeing this large imp that. Even though you shot him, it was not on target like you wanted it to. So it just grazed his arm as it went by. Serena, we will start off with you. All right, how far away are they? I'm going to say this room is uh, 30 by 30, so 15 feet away. Okay, and you're still back with us, right? Oh, yeah. All right, then I'm going to use Dragon Breath. So this is one of the qualities that I get from imitating dragons. So usually take down dragons. Um... They have to make a dexterity save right. of 13. And how is it a cone? Yeah, it's 15 foot cone of ice damage. Okay, so you're going to step up to get all of them then? Yeah. All right, you step up. The lowest was a 7. The rest were 14 and 15. Uh, all right, so on a save, they get half of this. All right, I'm going to say the two skeletons were behind the big boss and so didn't quite get as much of the punch. But how much does the boss take? 
Eleven. Eleven points. Do you get to choose your element, like when you get the ability, or is that something that you can change on the fly? Um, I chose it. I actually kind of chose it to match my uh, dragoon amulet, which gives me my jump. You can do silver or gold, so I chose silver, and then that's ice damage. Cool. All right. The two skeletons behind him are really not looking good. The boss looks a little bit frosty, but uh, he is still kicking. So we will move on to Sebastian. I'm charging in, as a good Dark Knight should. Uh, All right. I'm going to use Dark Side and attack the big imp. All right. That's a... 23 to hit. 23 does hit. 14 points of damage. Not too shabby. It did not enjoy that. As your greatsword came down across it, you took a big gash out of its center, and it is bleeding very badly, but is still alive. Eldrin. Look at my friends. Look at the thing. Sacred flame. All right. (laughs) I have to do what I can here. The big boy rolled an 11. He will take six points of radiant damage. Okay, you scorched him pretty well. Uh, The radiant damage was enough to bring him down to bloody. Kill it with fire! (laughs) (laughs) I don't have fire. Yeah, nice. (laughs) All right. You guys then see this creature begin to cackle maniacally. Uh He points to one of the piles of bones and three skeletal figures come up out of that pile and charge your group. They are far enough away that they are just able to get up to you, but they are not able to attack yet. However, the two skeletons advance on the Dark Knight and attack him. The lowest was a 8, the other one was a 12, so neither will hit. The large imp not only summons those, but he also points to the back of the group, and Uh, he cackles. I need saving throws from the three of you. Oh, no. Uh, What type of saving throw? Actually, uh, Hope, you, how far ahead did you move? Um, it's a 15-foot cone. So So 10 foot, you would have been out of range, you're fine, you two. Right. Uh, it is a dexterity saving throw. Ah, my best stat, but I got a ten. A ten? A nine. Alright, both of you no. take twelve points of fire damage huh? as flames erupt around you. I said kill it with fire! <laughs> it's listening. <laughs> yeah, it's listening. Reloading! Alright, Sid, it is your turn. I will fire. Ooh, ah. That one. I'm thinking that's going to be our new official uh, Nat One response: is the slow clap. Okay, as you as you go to fire, the barrel of your gun has heated up enough that you have to remove your hand a little bit, and it throws your aim wide, and you shoot past him into the wall. On to Serena. All right, I'm just gonna go up and. Wrong way, my bad. <laughs> That's a 22. Yes, that will hit. Alright. And I'm going to reroll that one. That is 8 points of damage. Not too bad. Uh, the creature, having been impaled by that, is 
very agitated and turns its attention to you. Sebastian. I will take that opportunity as it turns her and be like, nope, and slice with the great sword. That is a 16. That will hit. Alrighty. I can reroll once. Yay! 11 plus 4 is 15 points of damage. Alright. While this creature, having just been sliced, is to the point where you're pretty sure you can take him out in the next couple of rounds. But he is still standing and seems to be growing angrier and starts chanting in a strange tongue you do not know. Elgreen. Um, I suppose I should have asked, do any of these guys look like they're carrying ranged weapons? No, they do not. However, the large imp is a spellcaster. Okay. Um, everybody doing all right back here? For now. Yeah. I don't want to have another fire blast like that again, but... Uh, I think it can take one more. You know what? Because I can't do that yet. Um, Any we're gonna... things that your white mage can do? <laughs> At this point, not especially. I will go ahead and use Cure Wounds on our shooty boy. Shooty boy. Ugh. I'm going to call you Bullet Bill. <laughs> Let's see. So two, six, seven, eight, nine points of, damage, of health back to you. Take it. And as a bonus action, I'll use Healing Word on myself. All right. For the same. Okay. We then move on to the Imp. The Imp summons a large fell circle around three of the skeletons that have raised from this pile, and you see that they immediately start to converge and form into a larger skeletal creature. But you're pretty sure it's not going to happen right away. It's taking a little bit of time for all the bones to re-meld and reshape themselves as this hulk of a creature begins to appear. He swipes his claws at you, Miss Dragoon. Does a 17 hit. And my AC is 17. Alright, meets it beats. You take 5 points of slashing damage. And Mr. Dark Knight, the two skeletons around you attack you as well. Lowest was a 17. My AC is a 16. Alright, both will hit as well. And you take... Six combined points of slashing damage as well. Uh, I have resistance on, which means it's three. Okay. We move on to Sid. Switching to the pistol. Shooting a little better. Will the 12 hit the end? 12 will not quite hit, no. Alright. Pass. Alright. You are still suffering a little bit from that fireball that you hit. The grip on that pistol is just a little too warm for you to hold on to and aim correctly. On to Serena. Gonna try stabbing again. That's an unnatural 20. That will hit for sure. Eight points of damage. Alright, the imp looks like it is on its last leg. It has fallen from the air and is now sitting upon the ground, desperately trying to finish your group off. Elgreen. Uh, oh, excuse me, Sebastian. <laughs> I said we got a stabby guy first. I'm going to yeah, try and finish him off. That's uh, uh, nine to hit. 
not quite enough. As you sweep horizontally at the creature, it falls to the ground and your sword swing goes high right above its head. Elgreen. Please don't make me do this. Um, considering I'm out of first level spells, I may as well just sacred flame it again and wait until it's over to heal. Alright. It rolled a 14. That is just enough. Okay, it unfortunately is able to get out of the way of that flame, and it is its turn again. It casts a fireball spell. Not a fireball. It casts a flaming orb at the Dark Knight, and I need both the Dragoon and the Dark Knight to give me saving throws. What kind? Dexterity. Does matter. Eight. All right. You both take the full 12 points of fire damage. Resistance lets you add a d4 to your... Oh, that's what it does? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to to tell you. Uh, So... Yeah, that wouldn't have mattered. So how much? All right, you both take 12 points of fire damage, and the large skeletal creature... Are you down? Not yet. I stagger back and look over at our healer with desperation in my eyes, like... Do anything right now. The, yeah, but... The three skeletons have now merged into a large, ogre-sized skeleton, and it brings its club down upon the Dark Knight. Does a 17 hit? All right, you take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, I'm gonna use my Relentless Endurance when I drop to zero. It's the Clavot ability. When I drop to zero, I instead go to one. All right. The two butlers attack you. Oh, no. Uh, the lowest was a 13. The other one was a 15. Nope. All right, you are saved by a single point. Still alive. Still alive. <laughs> Sid, it is your turn. Gotta put this caster down. I hope I don't miss again. Better not miss again. <laughs> 17 to hit. 17 does hit. 12 piercing. After so many shots of barely missing, you catch the imp square in the forehead and it falls to the ground. The skeletons around it collapse back into piles of bones, having been raised by the imp initially. The room goes silent. Long rest, please. <laughs> I have to do this. I have to do this. I'm going to cast Prayer of Healing, even though we're going into a long rest. I'll Just do that. <laughs> oh, great and powerful being that gives me whatever power that I have. I cannot, cannot, cannot make it through this alone as much as I would like to. Please heal these people. <laughs> <laughs> and you are all healed pre-long rest. You guys, a good chunk of health. Nothing coming. <laughs> Alright. You guys also find upon the bodies. So we're back to full? As per long rest, we would be. I need two of you to roll me a percentile die. I don't care. 35. 30. Alright. You guys find amongst some of the skeletal piles, there is a small brooch on one of them in the shape of a shield and a very exquisite sage green cloak along with a hundred gold pieces. All right, during that long rest, you guys were able to identify your magic items. You guys uh, had a brooch of shielding and a cloak of elven kind. 
I will let you guys distribute those appropriately so whoever wants them can take them. You guys then go through the door on the other side of this room, and you see standing in front of you a dark crystal. You know enough about it to know that this crystal will teleport you elsewhere in the manor, as this is basically a dead end. Any stairways and hallways that may have been have been collapsed and destroyed at this point. So this will take you further into the manor, should you choose to do so. I touch the crystal. You touch the crystal. You and your allies around you are teleported into the next area. All right, you guys find yourselves in a hallway. There appear to be mirrors alternating down this hallway and a couple of doors as well. This goes on to a corner that turns to the right. Oh, I guess I'll scout ahead a little bit for us. All right, you're in a leap. Yeah. I'll start All right, give me a perception minutes. check. Well, I got an 11. My goggles help for any obscurement, but it doesn't really help when I just roll low. All right. You do notice odd marks in the carpet as you walk forward. Every time that there's a mirror, the carpet seems to be pushed away from that mirror, almost as if the carpet's... We're going to meta this. Almost as if when you vacuum, you can tell which which direction you have vacuumed when you get done vacuuming. That is kind of how this looks. Every time there is a mirror, all of the carpet is kind of pushed the opposite direction. You notice that the doorways, while they are open, don't appear to have any tracks or anything in front of them. Uh, I'll inspect the first mirror. All right. As you approach the mirror, uh, since you went up cautiously, give me a deck save with advantage. Cool. 13. 13. That is exactly what you need. Uh-huh. So right as your reflection breaks that mirror's line, a force wall pushes through that mirror and slams into the wall on the other side. You see, the second that happens, the next mirror down the hall goes, the next mirror down the hall, the next mirror, ba- mirror down the hall, and then you are at the end of the hallway. You think you also hear a little bit of noise coming from those side rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to go, you woke him up. <laughs> give me, if you would like to, give me a straight intelligent check. If you can mod, if you can use one of your skills to justify it, it's to tell the timing of the mirrors when they fire, because they all seem to be kind of in a line when they went off. Mm. Did they all immediately retract as well? No, it was a wall of magical force. So the width of the mirror, a force energy shot out of the mirror straight across the hall, slamming into the wall on the okay. other side. And they are alternating mirrors. So first one is on the right side, 10 feet down left side, another 10 feet right side, another 10 feet left side. All right. I think I understand this. Follow my lead. Let's see how well I do. All right. 15. That's a 17 intelligence. 17. You're pretty sure that you guys can dash across once you fire the first mirror and get through all the way in a single trip uh, if you would like. Uh, I will give you guys a plus... I'm going to roll this. Going to make an official D&D. We're going to roll to see how much they get to add to their check. That's a three. You guys get a plus three on your dexterity saving throws. I will need four of them to get across the hallway. Wait, who has the lowest dex bonus? It might be you. I got a plus one. I got a plus one. Five. I'm good. Nice. I got a four. I can give one of I can give one of us guidance. 
I'll go ahead and give it to the Dark Knights. Okay. okay. No, you should take give it to yourself. I have resistance to force damage. Now. Oh, the, the, yeah, then I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll... And plus, if he gets hurt a little bit in the hallway, it means he's ready for the next fight. <laughs> All right. As you stand in front of the mirror waiting for <laughs> Sid to activate it, you're like, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, and you have that plus D4. <laughs> All right, oh, I need... no! I need four of them. So, who got uh, less than a 13? Yo, here. Two of you. Make the second deck save. Once you start running, you know there's a safe area after two of the mirrors. But if you stand there, you're going to get hit again. Less than a 13. Passed. Two again. All right. You guys get past the first two mirrors, and you each take four points of force damage for each fail, and you reach a safe area. You get to the first room, you do not see anything within it. There is a small five-foot wide zone of safety before you continue on to the next two mirrors. All right, whenever you guys are ready, go ahead and do your next set of two saving throws. I didn't myself again. I'm taking it. That's another fail, Micah. Yep. All right. Anybody else? I'm good for both. All right. And the second one. Across those. Second one will succeed. Fourth time's a charm. Thank goodness for the guidance. Yeah. All right. You guys make it to the corner of the hallway, and you take a breath. For every failed instance, once again, another four points of force damage. You look down this next hallway. You see another three mirrors. Okay. These three are all in a row. Okay. Shooting the first mirror. All right, go ahead and give me an attack roll. Tired of this. That'll be a 15 to hit. A 15. That will definitely hit. Roll the damage. 14 piercing. All right, is it magical damage? No. It hits the mirror, ricochets off, and activates him. Bing, bing, bing. Go ahead and give me a real quick perception check to catch that. All of you can this on. It's an 11. 19. Uh, 21. You guys are able to tell this pattern is slightly slower. So you think that you will have to wait until the third mirror just fires and then run across. Because this pattern is slightly slower than the first. If you had gone through like you did the last time, you would have been hit by all three mirrors going through. <laughs> Alright, so once again, we're going to roll and see what you get to add. Hey, I rolled a four. You guys get to add a plus four to the next three deck saves. Unless somebody wants to attack the mirror with magical damage. I can sacred flame the mirror, but I just rolled a 13, so... What do we need to pass? Uh, you need a 13. Plus four. Oh. Yeah. Second Yay. mirror. Pass. Pass. And third mirror. Pass. I fail. Alright, you take six points of damage. After having run that long, you're used to jumping it. You know, not really all that running stuff, so, you know, you didn't quite make it. It caught your heel as you were coming through, but all of you make it through. All right. These mirrors just, like, full, like, hallway size? Floor to ceiling, yes. Okay. I was just about to say, could have jumped those, but never mind. Yeah, I only really like to jump so many times, so <laughs> I wanted to save it. Don't want to pull a muscle. Exactly. All right, you come to the next room. This room looks as extravagant as the last room that you came through, only instead of having white trim, this one has blood red trim. Pretty. That can't be good. 
Seems a bit morbid. I will go ahead, since you rolled so well earlier with that first room, I'm going to go ahead and say you're pretty sure that this one is ruled by another fearsome creature. And at this room, as you approach the door, you hear the thud, thud, thud of heavy cloven hooves. Here we go again. All right. Would you guys like to surprise round it like last time? Reroll initiative, keep the same. What would you guys like to do? I think it's. I, th- I think. I think the surprise round will work to our advantage. I think so too. All right, everybody, reroll me initiative. Twenty or higher. No. Twenty to fifteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. I have uh, the higher decks. I'm sorry. Yep. Fourteen to ten. Twelve. And Luke. Nine. Woo. Let's hope this cloven bastard rolls a twenty. Ah, not quite. A twelve. Oh. <laughs> Is, is that just the same order, but like you and I? Yeah, that's the exact same order. It really is. is. <laughs> okay, we then begin. So, you may all run into this room. This room is much larger than the last one, being about 50 by 75. So we're going to say he is 30 feet in front of you. Can I hit them all with a 15-foot cone? Uh, there's only one boss. Oh, he is a sorry. large, ogre-sized, goat-headed creature with cloven hooves. And, yeah, I was going to say, I thought he had a great axe, but I used the monster stats of a minotaur skeleton for this one. So you see a large, cloven-hooved, goat-headed creature in front of you, easily the size of an ogre, about 30 feet away. Kill him with fire! I'm going to try to kill it with ice. All right. You run up to it about 15 feet, and you can hit it. All right. Actually, it's just a death save. Ah. That is a nine. Yay. 3d6 of damage. Not the best breath. Yeah, it's only six. All right. But still, he takes the damage and makes a horrendous screeching noise as he notices you have entered the room. Elgreen. Um, we're going to... We're going to do another little bit of uh, uh, Sacred Flame. That is a 12. He will take 7 points of Radiant Damage and as a bonus action, we're going to shield a Faith or Dark Knight. Alright. Okay, what does that do? It gives you plus 2 to AC. Okay. Sebastian. I'm gonna just have my sword and charge in, and I want to get to the side of him. Uh, that way, he's not in a line with all of us, kind of facing me away from everybody. All right. And then I'm gonna use dark side, and I'm gonna just attack him. Do it. That's a ten to hit. Not quite enough. As you run in and he sees you, he jumps back slightly as your swing can, as your swing goes past him, and you just miss. On to it. Or actually, no, that was a surprise round. So then we start with Serena. All right, I'm going to jump. Okay, you jump. You're in the air. Yeah. Elder. Um, I fire me purged. Okay. <laughs> that was another 12. He'll take four points of radiant damage. All right, very unhappy about it. Sebastian. Slashy mix slash slash. Oh my gosh. It is a day of nat ones for our dark night. It is a dark night for me. <laughs> uh, that was terrible. Okay. Where's the criticals? Yes. <laughs> we are then on to him. 
He casts back, centered upon our two back there, a great sword, spiritual weapon, that lashes out at our healer. That... Why would you do that? Oh, huh? gross. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yes. Uh, however, though, he only rolled a nine to hit. Yay! He missed by two. <laughs> oh, he then scores the Dark Knight standing in front of him. That is a 16 to hit? Nope. All right, he misses. We are then on to Sid. Okay. Is... Oh, gosh. Is that sort of concentration spell? Yes, it is. I'm going to try and break that concentration with a bullet. All right. That'll be a 14 to hit him. That is not quite enough. His hide is thick enough that though you hit him, he does not seem to react at all. I'll try again next round. Serena. All right. I'm coming down on top of him. And I'm going to use Power Surge to roll with advantage. Thank goodness. That is 18. 18 does hit, yes. All right. 13 points of damage. 13. You see him react violently to that as he throws back his head and roars. Concentration check. Yes. 13, you said? He keeps his concentration. We are then on to Elgreen. I do it again? All right. That is a six. That's like four points of radiant damage. All right. And, uh, yeah. And he keeps concentration again with an at 20. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, Sebastian. Uh, I'm going to attack again, and I'm going to use dark side. Do it. Do it. Oh, no. Another nat one. I have no idea what is going on at this table right now, but... Our Dark Knight is I'm about having... to flip this table is what's about to happen. <laughs> I, I would actively like actually like Virgil, to see with you like some dice. I want to cry is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Next nap one, Virgil, I'm giving you my uh, BlizzCon Diablo dice. So Nick's nap one, you're, you're going to get the Diablo dice. We are then on to him. As he throws his head back to roar, I need everybody to give me dexterity saving throws. Virgil, you get to make an attack of opportunity, so do you hope as he jumps back to get out of the way of this attack that he is casting. That's a 21 on the dex save. Okay. And opportunity attack? Nat 20. Nat 20, roll the damage, Virgil. I rolled a five for the dex save and a nine for the attack. All right, neither of those will hit. Is it double dice or double amount? Double dice, add modifier. Okay. 22. Holy cow. Have fun saving that con. Yeah. Uh, that was enough to drop him well below bloodied, as he was pretty darn close. However, everybody that failed the save takes 16 points of force damage. I'm down. If you uh, oh, saved no. against it, you take 8. And as your attack hit and he launched that attack, three lines of force damage, almost as these spectral swords, slash across the room in lines all the way up to directly in front of him. What kind of damage was that save? Force. So, yes, you have resistance. And as that attack hits and he roars out a minotaur-looking skeleton coalesces behind him and raises from a pile. We are then on to Sid. 
Oh, no, healer's down. <laughs> oh, gosh, you didn't have anything on you, right? Nope. Oh, excuse me, the spiritual weapon attacks you. On Actually, he has to make a concentration check from the damage he took from her. That is correct. And Good he go. fails that epically. The spiritual sword rears back for a swing, and the second before it hits your neck, it disappears back into mist. You know? <laughs> All right, Sid, what would you like to do? Oh, I'm going to take a position right next to the healer. Double check your vitals. You okay? <laughs> All right. I'm going to shoot at the boss. Okay. Oh, no. That's going to miss. All right. We move on to Serena. I'm going to attack again. Just slash at him. That's a 19. That will definitely hit. 12. 12 points of damage. He is on his literal last leg. The great beast falls to one knee, desperately swinging at you as he fights the inevitable Eldring death save. Nope. One failed saving throw. Sebastian. In his rage, he just picks up his sword and that dark glow from dark side happens and he just impales it into this creature. That is a plus six, a fourteen, or fifteen to hit. That is just short. He bats the sword away with his hand as he gores you, Dark Knight. That's a twenty-three to hit, dealing twelve points of piercing damage. Are you down two? No. Oh, good. He glares at the firearms user in the back, and another spectral weapon appears next to you. And a 14 does not quite hit, does it? No. It misses you by a centimeter as it whizzes by you. Sid, what would you like to do? A gunshot will be my retort. Natural 20. A natural 20. How do you end the boss? Headshot. Double tap. <laughs> you put a bullet through the center of his skull just as you did the imp one floor below, and the creature falls with a thud, the large minotaur skeleton collapsing mid-charge towards your party. Okay, no time for glory. Uh, does anyone know medicine? No? Okay, I will perform CPR. I'm trained. <laughs> medicine check. Live! I don't want to be alone in the back. The two fighters keep leaving me. One pass save. You guys do have potions you can use. You uh, all would have gotten two regular healing potions at the beginning of all of this. Okay, potion down your throat after I forgot that, you know, I don't need to do CPR. <laughs> your kiss did not wake that sleeping beauty. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Mike. <laughs> Tastes fruity. <laughs> As Lisa did say, hairball. <laughs> All right, uh, let's just do a little prayer of healing on, for pain's sake. <laughs> All right. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen or fifteen points of health back to everybody. Fourteen or fifteen? I have to math. Sorry, eighteen. Oh, four. Oh, wow. 
Alright, you guys find in a chest at the end of the room a strange scroll, which I don't know if anybody can read, as well as a potion of starry-looking liquid. It is a dark blue with little white specks within it. Who would like to roll for those? Uh, 13 Arcana on the potion. Alright, the potion you believe, you have a pretty good idea that it has something to do with some sort of mental spell, some sort of knowledge-based spell, but you're not 100% sure. Elgreen, you are able to identify this scroll as a protection from energy scroll. So this will definitely help you against any more crazy traps that you guys might find. Hey, rather that that's one less spell slot that I have to use. There you go. All right, you guys see once again another familiar black crystal at the end of this room. Can I poke this one again, guys? Go ahead. Poking it. <laughs> All right, you How guys are you doing on spell slots. I interestingly enough, that whole fight I only used two spell slots. Okay. All right, because because you went down mostly. All right, I used the first and the second level. You guys touch the crystal, and you appear in what you think is a cellar of some variety, or a dungeon, or something far below the manor. As all the walls around you are built of solid stone, and there appears to be a large metal grate in front of you in a almost prison bar esque room. The gate does appear to be open and the halls are eerily silent. The hall ahead of you stretches before it takes a left turn. You guys go down that hall, see nothing of note, other than bodies and skeletal remains as you go around here. It makes a left-hand turn. You continue down that hallway. Three empty rooms lie on your right side. Turn the hall once again, and another great hall, another door to what you assume is a great hall lies on the right-hand side, this trim of all yellow. The hallway, though, continues down and ends in a room at the end of the hall, just a normal standard door. Do you guys want to go through the Great Hall, or do you want to go into that other room at the end? Um, I'll peek into the Great Hall. Alright, you peek into the Great Hall, give me a stealth check. Absolutely. Do you want the cloak? Yes. Cloak. cloak gives you advantage versus being seen. Oh, versus opening, being seen. Yep, so opening the door would not quite count. Oh, yeah. Never mind that all. Um, yeah, sounds good. I'll crack it up so slightly. Stealth check of. Ooh. Oh. I should have, I should have guided you. That is more than her 12, so she does not notice you. Okay. You see what appears to be another succubus in the room. However, this one, you can tell just by the look, is magnitudes more powerful than the one that you fought earlier. She has almost a demon-esque appearance about her, closer to that of a tiefling, or something along those lines, than what the one below did. And she looked absolutely vicious. What would you like to do? Motion for everyone. Big. <laughs> All right, everybody roll me initiative. Is it bad that I'm scared to roll my D20? <laughs> yes, it should be. Like I said, You're next nice. nat one, dude. Next nat one, you get my Diablo dice. Oh, those are my Diablo dice. All right. 12. 24. 13. 16. All right. Everybody gets a surprise round. You throw open the doors. What would you like to do? Bang. Well, I mean, everyone else run in and do their thing, and then I'll go bang, but... <laughs> I'm gonna jump. <laughs> <laughs> You are in the air. It's like, uh, uh, stop. Okay, go. Never mind. <laughs> okay. 
You are in the air, Serena. I'm gonna charge in. All right, this room is a very large room. It is 50 by 50. So she is clear at the far end, 40 feet away. I'll do it. I'm gonna use my dash to get in her face. All right, you move up in her grill. Come at me. No, actually, please don't. I'm scared. (laughs) Yes, go after the healer. Yeah. What the? Alright, Al Green, would you like to position yourself for better healing before Luke fires off his shot, or what would you like to do? Um, actually, I'm in about as good a spot as I can be for, for healing for now. Um, so I think I'll just kind of do more of the same of what I've been doing. I'm going to uh, bonus action shield of faith my dark knight. And then just. Alright. That is a 15. Carry on. <laughs> she narrowly avoids that sacred flame. Gunshot. All right. a 12, though. A 12 does not quite hit, no. Wait, and she caught off guard. Do I get advantage? Yes, it's a surprise round, so you do have advantage. That makes a difference. Nat 20. Nat 20. Jesus. <laughs> 24 points of damage. Holy cow. She screeches out in rage, and we start combat. However, when she does reach that point, as her screeching rage rings out throughout the hall, a large creature appears in the right-hand corner of the room, about 15 feet behind her. It is a large, demon-esque creature. I thought she was all the way at the back of the room. Yeah, she's right next to you. Oh, she she is 10 feet from the back wall. Oh, okay. And this room is large enough that in the corner, about 15 feet away from you, a demon appears. Okay, uh, Sid, it is your turn. Reloading and firing. Uh, 18 to hit. That will definitely hit. Eight piercing. We move on to Serena. 16. 16 does hit. 14 points of damage. That definitely hurts her. And as that happens, she points at... You got the critical hit, Sid, so she points at you. And as a legendary action, I need a deck save. Also from you, Find Healer. I'm assuming you're within 20 feet of him. Probably. 17? Seven. All right. 15 was exactly what you needed to pass. However, you will still take, uh, for you, healer, you take 12 points of damage. For you, Sid, you take six points. Uh, I'm sorry, Green. Also, just as a heads up, I decided to land on the side that's opposite of the other demon. Awesome. All right. Sebastian, it is now your turn. I'm going to attack with my greatsword. Can I? Oh, actually, I want to rotate to the side. Yep. So I'm between it and that other demon. Yep. And I want to attack the big lady. Okay. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. 19 does hit. That is 11 points of slashing damage. Ouch. She does not enjoy that in the least. And as that blow lands, she screeches out again, and two succubuses appear 
in the back corners of the room, right next to the healer and our gun guy. Mm-hmm. Just move into the room more often. Bad things keep happening in the back. El Green. Um, just kind of move to the point where I'm like equidistant between the thing and the thing and the thing. All right, you're about to move. You're full 30 feet, and you are smack dab in the center and of the room. And then I'm going to use um, 200 venture points to use my Shroud of Saints ability, which uh, I, 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 I'm shrouded in a, a magical light, and melee and rage attacks have disadvantage against me until my next turn. It is on to all of the enemy's turns. We are going to start off with the large demon advances upon the dark knight and brings his two blades to bear against him. And I'm going to need, because this attack is a 10-foot line, I'm going to need a strength save from both uh, the dark knight and our dragoon. You said it was strength? Yes. That's a 16. Okay. Six. All right. Uh, Mr. Dark Knight... You are going to take not only 12 points of slashing damage, but you are also knocked prone. Uh, Dragoon, you do not take any. The two succubuses in the back charge up towards one to the healer and one to the machinist. And both of them attack at you with their claws. Sid does a 17 hit. That will. All right, and I know a 19 uh, hits you, El Green. So. Wait, was that with disadvantage? Oh, thank you. Hey. Hey, that one misses then. Shroud worked. Yes, it does. Sid, you take six points of slashing damage. Now on to her. She is at the state where she cries out, and everybody, everybody in the room, needs to give me a dexterity saving throw. As this happens, you also see the large demon creature turn his head towards her and begin to advance. Nine. Okay, anybody lower than a 15? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody that was lower than a 15 takes five points of acid damage. And you see the large minion begin to advance towards her as she is calling to it. A lot like what you saw happen to the uh, guy downstairs. Some sort of spell ritual is at work here. Alright, Sid. Do I shoot her or do I try and put the big thing down? Uh, I can attack either. It makes no difference. I'll try to finish her off. Alright. Okay. That will an eight hit. Eight will not quite hit, no. Oh, I was so close. <laughs> Next. Serena. I'm going to slash out at her. That is an unnatural 20. All right, that will hit. Nine points of damage. All right, she did not enjoy that in the least. And turns her attention towards you. Sebastian. Uh, I'm going to attack both. Stand up. Move it to stand up, and I'm going to use dark side against that demon that is going towards her. Okay. That's a 14 to hit. 14 does. Wait. 14 does hit, yes. I can reroll one. Oh! Ah! 
from minimum to maximum. Uh, That's a good change. 12, 13, 14, 18 points of damage. While it did not enjoy that, and it is bloodied, it is not quite down. Al Green, it is your turn. Heal me! <laughs> okay, your healing energies. How much do they heal you? Uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Almost a full. Almost a full. Okay. That was just a cure light. That was just a cure wounds. That makes you have some good healing extra. So you get 8 plus my wisdom modifier plus 2 plus spell level for Wow. That is awesome. Alright. She looks at all of you in turn, quickly making eye contact, and I need a wisdom save from all of you. Oh boy. We got lower than a 15. Two. Same. Three of you. That damn healer healed himself rather than you. You begin your advance towards him. Actually, Machinist, you don't. You shoot. Sounds good. Make an attack roll. The Dark Knight and the Dragoon, you both start working your way over there. But uh, since he is in the middle of the room, you are just able to get up to him. I'll draw the pistol. How dare you? Oh, shit. 20? Natural? <laughs> Make your attack roll. No! That's a 12? It is the end of your turn. You can now make a saving throw again, Luke. Oh, wait, no, this is not your turn. Oh, yes, it is. Sid, it is your turn. Sorry. Uh, it was wisdom-based. I got a 10 this time. Not quite enough. We then move on to Serena. Attack. Straight up attack. Attack. What's an 11? Just hits. Just hits. Oh, no. Roll your damage. Five. End of your turn. Uh, make it a wisdom save again. 14. Not quite enough. Sebastian, attack. I'm down. It hits, and the healer is down. Make a wisdom save. You are still charmed by her, and it is her turn. She cackles maniacally and absorbs the century, the large demon, into herself, and I need everybody that's still up to give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I've got an 11. Oh, I need to make a death save. Yes, death save, El Green. Let's pass! Woo! One pass. 12? Less than 15s? Oh. All right. Anybody who failed takes... Eight points of acid damage. And now you've taken d- damage. Everybody give me a wisdom saving throw. What about me? I passed. You don't. Okay, that's an 18. You are no longer charmed. Oh, God, what have we done? <laughs> okay, the I just two... I over unconscious eyes are just piercing through your skull. <laughs> I'm shaming you. Yes, the two succubuses... Charge the Dark Knight and attack him. Uh, neither will hit. Lowest was a, or the highest was a 16. Do I make a saving throw because you attacked me? Nope, you did not take damage. Okay. All right. Uh, we then move on to Sid. Porterboat, Iron Throat. All right. 
<laughs> Wait, I guess pouring the potion in the bullet hole? I, I don't know which one. <laughs> Either way, 2d4 plus 2. Yay, that's 6. You are up. We are then on to Serena. Do I attack him? Attack somebody, I don't care who. Because you, not only, are mad at the healer for healing himself, but that machinist took him down and then healed him. What is that about? And our Dark Knight is just standing there. He should be doing something. What the hell? You choose. Does Kill one of be, them. Has to be Kill one of them. Who do you hate more? <laughs> I will go ahead and make the decision for you. Pick the Dark Knight. No, do the Dark Knight. I'll do it. I'll do it. You hit the Dark Knight. I'm so sorry. Roll. Nine. Oh, Does you. not hit. Luckily. She would have missed me with that attack. <laughs> Sebastian. Oh, wait. Uh, hope. Another saving throw. Into your turn. Fourteen. Not quite enough. Sebastian. What do you want me to attack? <laughs> Hit the Dragoon! The Dragoon! Ah, awesome! Twelve. Nope. All right. We move on to Elgreen. Tank fight. <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 uh. Eeny, meeny, weeny, woe. I'm gonna regret this. Resistance of the Dark Knight. Okay. So that'll help with your next wisdom save. Okay. Alright, we then. And then, as a bonus action, I'm going to uh, try to keep myself a little bit alive, and I'm gonna use Healing Word on myself. Good idea. It is then her turn, and she looks at both of the succubi, and they start advancing upon her. Oh no. She also is going to slash down at the Dragoon. I'm assuming a 23 hits. Just barely. (laughs) You take eight points of slashing damage. You may make another save. 16. That will pass. You are no longer charmed. And as you whip your head around to face her, she screeches out and summons forth another individual. This one glowing with arcane energies as she appears. We move on to Sid. Shooting her. 13 to hit. 13 just barely misses. With... With being attacked by your friends and the trauma over seeing the healer downed by your own, you just aren't quite able to get the shot off in time. Serena. I'm going to jump. Okay, you fly up into the air. Sebastian. Who do I attack? I can't hit her. She's in the air. Uh-huh. All right, we're going to go with Luke. You attack the machinist. Bring it. Oh no. 23 to hit. Not that hard. (laughs) One time you roll really well. Ouch. Apparently you just need to work for the side of evil. Uh, He is a dark knight, just saying. 10 points of damage. I am down. Alright. El Green. Um. (laughs) So good. Oh, I need to make a saving throw. Yes, saving throw. Oh, crap. The question is, do I use... Yeah, we need. He, he actually does some decent damages, so uh, we're going to cure light on the machine on the on the the, 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 the shooty boy. <laughs> All right, shooty boy is back up. 
Hey, guess how much did, guess how much help you get back? How much? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Thirteen. Yeah, fifteen points. Not too shabby. Any bonus yeah. actions? Um, who else is hurting? Me still. I'm, I'm like a little, like halfway. And you might want to heal yourself. Now. Actually, I can't. That was my last first level spell slot, so I don't have. All right. The we then the spell takes ten minutes to cast. We then move on to her. The two succubi have advanced to the point where she can absorb them. I will give opportunity attacks to, uh, or one opportunity attack to uh, you, Serena, against one of them as they pass by you. So. Oh, wait, no, you're in the air. So they walk right underneath where you were once standing uh, and are absorbed. I need dexterity saving throws from you three. I'm glad I jumped. <laughs> 18. Ouch! She absorbs both of the succubi, and anybody that failed with less than a 15 takes 9 points of acid damage. Alright, and then... Oh, the spellcaster. She looks at... Um, she looks at the machinist, and a ball of black energy appears in her hands and launches towards you. It misses, though, narrowly with a seven. Ah, and it's slams. because I'm prone. <laughs> yes, it's because you are prone. Slams into the ground mere inches from your head. <sighs> Alright, Sid. I've got a dark knight right in my face. I'm still on the side of evil for some reason. Not much. <laughs> well, honestly, remember that you get to add a d4 to your to your wisdom saves. Yep. Okay. Honestly, that's all I've got, really. Because uh, if I try to make a ranged attack, he can. No, it's just a disadvantage unless you took the. Um... Never mind. There isn't one for firearms. Oh yeah, unless you took crossbow expert or something along those lines. Nope. I will. I guess I'll get up and just slap you in the head. All right. Go ahead and make the attack. It'd be plus your strength or uh, dex modifier. Does a 10 hit? No. All right. Your hand is stinging a little bit from hitting the armor. <coughs> Serena. All right. That is over a 20. All so right, that will hit. Yeah, yeah I'm going to reroll that. Yeah, 11 points of damage. All right. She is now kneeling upon the ground, almost finished off, but not quite dead yet. Sebastian. I'm sorry, Sid. Oh my god. <laughs> 21 to hit, or 22 to hit? Yeah. Reroll ones. 10 points of damage. Ha! <laughs> Elm Green's healing is better than your damage. <laughs> I'm okay with that right now. Yeah. Repeat your saving throw. <laughs> he is still charmed. You are absolutely <laughs> in love with this succubus that is standing in front of you. Stop Hungry. enjoying this! I hate to do this, but um, just end me. <laughs> we're going to uh, we're going to cast Sacred Flame on the Dark Knight. All right, making my making my wisdom save, deck save, deck save. Jeez, <laughs> twenty. I hate you so much, Robert. <laughs> You're making a better villain than I am. I'm gonna let you start doing this. It is on to the boss. She once again locks eyes 
with the mage, and she starts slowly walking towards her. I need dexterity saving throws from the two in the back. Oh, and Virgil, you would be caught in that line of fire, too. Nope. I failed. I'm good. Twelve? All right. You guys take eight points of fire damage. If you failed, uh, four points on a success. Virgil, repeat your saving throw. Eight points. Eight. Roll two fours. Oh, my God. Thank you. Gosh. You are no longer charmed. She burned you for the last time. (laughs) You good? You good? Good. I'm going to shoot her. All right, Sid. Bang! Oh, 14. That will just hit. Oh, thank goodness for 14 points piercing. How do you end her again? Headshot. (laughs) Once again, three consecutive bosses killed by three headshots. She falls to the ground in a slump before the mage can get to her, and they all disappear. The entire manor goes completely silent. Prayer of healing. <laughs> Ten minutes later, everybody gets back. Seven, fourteen, twelve points. Is it a nice sermon of trust, friendship, and how not to betray <laughs> each other? Yep. Ten-minute sermon of that. Ten-minute sermon of, damn it, why did you guys have to attack each other? I wouldn't have to work near this hard. And this is why nobody the white mage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and on that last note, we will go ahead and end for this week. You guys have cleared out Hawk Manor, barely surviving the encounter. Next time we meet, we will be taking on Mount Belligence from the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles adventure. Thank you all very much, and we will see you next week. I'm going to flip this table. (laughs) So angry right now. (laughs) Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the Homebrew Review. If you would like a chance to join our show and vote on who gets in and what material makes it, please visit our Patreon page where you can help support our podcast and possibly join the crew here. Also, if you would like to follow us, we are on Facebook at Guild Adventure. You can also find us on our website along with links to all the material at www.theadventuringguild.com. So thank you all very much and we hope to see you next week.